Blog Talk Radio. I can't even breathe without you, Lord. I can't even think without you. 
first audience radio show in the land. Take on Talk Radio is on the air. That's right. We are on the air broadcasting live on this Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, y'all. Broadcasting live from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. And as always, it's your boy, your host. That's right. The one, the only Dr. Dana L. King in the studio with you today, man. I'm excited to be here on this Labor Day 2021. The year has flown by. We already at Labor Day, man. But look, I'm excited because it's uh, Monday. <laughs> Another Labor Day. Another day to see the glory of God in this place, man. Look, we got a great show for you today. I hope you all are ready for it. Our main topic of conversation for today uh, is going to be an awesome one, I believe. Five ways to activate faith over fear, huh? Five ways to activate your faith over fear. That's our topic of conversation for today, man. We're going to have a great, great time in the Lord. I am so excited again to be here broadcasting, as always, from the birthplace of gospel music over here on the south side of Chicago. <clears throat> Ooh, <clears throat> I was about to say something in my throat got <clears throat> a little extra anyway anyway uh man but look let me give you the rundown on how you can be a part of today's show if you are already listening on the line all you gotta do is push one that's why i push one that'll get you to my producer the best producer in the land the one the only latanya michelle king taking all of your calls texts chats emails all of that that'll get you over to her uh she'll get you over to me and you'll be live on the air with your boy if you're listening via blog talk radio simply dial air Area code 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number. 323-870-4375 is your call-in number. If you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net is where you can find uh, us there. Right. The TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. If you want to follow us on uh, social media, that's right. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on IG, that's right. Follow us on the gram. Follow us on Instagram at TTLO Radio. That's right. Follow us on Instagram at TTLO Radio. One more time, two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the gram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the book. That's right, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the book. If you want to follow the live streams, the live streams are up and running. That's right, the live streams are up and running. Facebook Live, Facebook Live, same thing, Facebook Live, you can find us there. Facebook Live, we're up and running right now on the book, same thing, Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. Uh, if you want to uh, follow us, the YouTube is up and running. YouTube is up and running. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in uh, and join us there. Looking forward to seeing you all in here real, real, real Real quick, come on, join in with us. You know we don't mind y'all hanging out with us, but come on and join in with us on tonight, as they say, on tonight. Uh, but come on and join on in with us here uh, on YouTube. Just hit that subscribe button when you do. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Oh, so much. Yes, we will. 
Uh, don't forget, too, we are an iHeartRadio partner. You can always catch us on your iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group, and you'll find the TTLO Radio Show. Not only will you find the TTLO Radio Show, but you'll also find Healthy Soul Talk. That's right, Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Every Thursday, real talk, real issues, real solutions right here on the Healthy Soul Talk Show every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. You catch us again on Friday, but then we start the week off the right way. How do we start the week off? We start the week off with the live simulcast. That's right. We start the week off with the simulcast from the birthplace of gospel music. We start that off right here at the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. You can catch the live stream of the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church right here uh, on the TTLO Media Group Network and on your TTLO Facebook page, the live stream uh, from the birthplace of gospel music with senior pastor Daryl in person. You can catch that every Sunday at 11 o'clock. That's right. Every Sunday at 11 o'clock, you can catch it here. Uh, on Blog Talk Radio as well. Don't forget my brother, the good pastor from the south side, from the uh, his church is over on the west side, the good pastor from the west side of Chicago, Harold D. Washington. You can catch Faith, Works, and Vision. I tuned in a little bit on Sunday. Uh, Tanya Hale was over there singing a little bit. He was over there trying to sing a little bit. I saw him trying to get it in over there at the Faith, Works, and Vision. Uh, when I tuned in yesterday, uh, he was getting it in. So God bless you, sir. I saw what you was doing over there on yesterday. Looking forward to when, the time when he joins us back again here uh, in, 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 in the hot seat on the other side of me over here. Uh, but you can catch Faith, Works, and Vision as well uh, here on the TTLO Media Group network yes 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 and yes don't forget too you can find us on spotify you can find us on itunes anywhere you can download a podcast you can find us there huh amen amen and amen y'all know what it is man we had a good time yesterday i am so excited we had a great 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 time yesterday here at the ebenezer man did another baptism and another baby blessing uh, baptisms and baby blessings, huh? We had a baptism last week and a baby blessing last week. Did another one yesterday, another baptism and another baby blessing on yesterday. And then I believe next week we might have another baptism, if I'm not mistaken. For some reason, I believe there is another uh, baptism next week. So it is God is sending the increase. He is sending the increase. So thank God, thank God, thank God for that man we had a great great time yesterday but look it's that time of the show y'all know how we start off every monday every monday show i know it's labor day i'm gonna be talking about y'all and y'all food in a minute but i know it's labor day uh but i want to do the church check-in y'all know the church check-in y'all know how it goes the church check-in i want to know what church did you go to the four piece huh give me that four piece check-in what is the four piece the church you went to on yesterday who preached yesterday what was the sermon title uh-huh and what was the scripture that they came from uh-huh that's the four piece uh-huh the 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 sermon title uh the church you went to uh, who preached, uh, sermon title, and scripture. That's what I need. That's what I need. That's what I need. Hit me up with that four piece if you don't mind. Hit me up with that four piece if you don't mind. Come on, come on, check in, check in. I see some folks already done checked in. Uh, is that the elect lady? Let me see. Elect lady says Psalm 118, 17, and 18. Okay. Psalm, the 118th number of the psalm. 
uh, uh, starting at the 17th and 18th verse. I'm going to laugh at myself yesterday for reading the message Bible uh, when I was reading the scripture yesterday because it's the first one that came up in my phone because I was already discombobulated because the sound had me so, yeah, the sound had me so uh, confused when I was standing in the pulpit because it was so much, say, say what? I'm so glad you're explaining. Yeah. Because my, my artwork is just. Because you, 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 you got to use it again when he read it. So, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, so when I read it, I'm sorry. Don't, please don't do that anymore. I, I didn't realize I was reading the message until I had started reading it. Because once again, I was focused on the fact that the sound was horrible. <laughs> and it was all in my face because it was coming through the pulpit monitors. So I was so confused by all of that uh, yesterday. <laughs> but anyway, so the 118th number of the song, uh, uh, Sister Elect Lady says, let's see here, let's see here, let's see here. I'm going to read the King James. I shall not die, huh? But live, 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 live. Ooh, daddy. Okay, sorry. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened me sore, but he has not given me over unto death. Message. Message says, I didn't die. I lived. Uh-huh. And now I'm telling the world what God did. God tested me. He pushed me hard, but he didn't hand me over to death. Woo! My God. That'll preach. I like that. I like that right there. He did not hand me over. Huh? Come through now. I need, what's, what, what's, what was the sermon title? <clears throat> she says, it hurts, but it did not kill me. Oh, my God. My, 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 my. It hurts, but it did not kill. That's good. I like that title right there. It hurts. But it did not kill me. That's good. That'll preach by itself. Uh, Marcus D. Jefferson, God bless you. Uh, uh, he says, if our every individual choice of action, let me read it again. If our every individual choice of action is not a verb of action, we are not in faith. Okay, you're making a statement. I thought he was giving me his, his sermon yesterday. But come on, y'all. It's the church check-in, the four-piece check-in. One more time, I need to know what church you went to yesterday. Did you go Did you, did you go to bed, Bedside Baptist or did you go out physically into the building? What church did you go to yesterday? Uh, who preached yesterday? What was the sermon title and what was the scripture? Come on, do your church check-in. Check in with us. If you want to check in in the chat, you can do that. Or if you want to call in and check in, you know the number, 323 323- Eight seven zero four three seven five is the call in number three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is the call in number if you want to check in uh verbally feel free uh to do that as well we are looking forward to any and all who may decide to do it that way but i i like that scripture uh elect lady that thing just blessed me uh is that what pastor uh pastor uh, uh um washington preached from yesterday because that thing is rich that thing is heavy Mm. I like that. I like that. My God, it hurts, but it did not kill me. That thing, that that's that's real rich right there. That thing is full of that thing is that thing is oily. That's good. Uh Brother Marcus Jefferson, God bless you, sir. Uh, uh I like that. I like your statement though. If our every individual choice of action is not a verb of action we are not in faith that's good that's good that's good come on y'all i see it's a bunch of y'all on here come on dude i appreciate elect lady being the first one to check in uh come on y'all it's a bunch of y'all on here what church did you go to or watch yesterday online who preached yesterday what was the sermon title and what was the scripture 
Come on, come on, check in, check in, check in. Don't sit back and let me say it like I say. Don't sit back and sneak watch me. Don't sit back and look, it's 9 or 10, 11 of y'all, was in 13 of y'all in here. Come on and let me know who's watching. Who's watching? Come on. Now it's 15 of y'all in here. Come on, let me know who's watching. Where are you watching from? It's the Four Peace Church Check-In. That's right, the Four Peace Church Check-In. What's the Four Peace? What church? Who preached? Sermon title and scripture. Come on, come on. Let me know. Let me know who, 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 who said it, who did it, where was it? <laughs> come on, check in. The Word Worship Center, Marcus Jefferson. Okay, okay, okay. The Word Worship Center. Uh, 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 what, right. what church? Who preached? Mm-hmm. Preached. Who preached? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What was the uh, sermon title? And what was the scripture? Yeah, yeah, the Word Worship Center. Where's the Word Worship Center at, Marcus Jefferson? Help us out, sir. Is that in in the Chicagoland area? Or is that in another state or wherever that is? What was, come on. Oh, Apostle Claude Ambrose. Okay, Apostle Claude. I like Claude. Is that a man named from, uh... Life. From the movie Life. Claude. I like Claude. That's a good that's a good name right there. Claude. New York City. Oh, being bold blessers. Mm. What was that scripture? Come on now. Being bold blessers. Hmm? The three B's. Huh? Huh? Come on now. Three seventy five Oswego. Is that in Oswego? 375 Oswego, being bold, blessed. Come on, give us a scripture, sir. I like that. Being bold, blessed. I need to see what, I need to see, I need to know, I need to know, I got to know, I got to know. <laughs> I got to know what script. Oh, Park Forest, Illinois. 375 Oswego. That's way out there, boy, Park Forest. That's, ooh, that's over there on the other side of Egypt. <laughs> Y'all know anywhere I got to drive to take a half hour, that's considered Egypt. <laughs> Where I got to drive. If I got to drive more than a half hour, I feel like I'm going out of town. I feel like I need to have a bag packed and that I shouldn't be coming back for four or five days. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. Pray for me. Oh, Psalm, the uh, 129th number of the Psalm and verse 8. Okay, Psalm 129, verse 8. Let's look that up. Let's look that up. Psalm 129 and verse 8. Let's see what it says. Uh, Psalm 129, verse 8 says, uh, Neither do they which go by say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Let's get some, let's get some message here and see what the message says. Message says, oh, uh, message says, uh, uh, wait, 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 let me go back, okay. Oh, before the, uh, let's see, five, before the farm, uh, before the neighbors have a chance to call out, congratulations on your wonderful crop. We bless you in God's name. All right, all right, all right. Being bold, bless us. That's good. That's good. Being bold, bless us. That's blessing somebody boldly. That's the way I took it. Huh? Come on, if you if look if you can bless them boldly, huh? Come on now. I like that for the church check-in. Come on, come on. I know we got a couple of more four-piece check-ins. Come on, we got a couple of more four-piece check-ins. Come on, I know we got a couple of more in there. We need the church who preached sermon title and scripture. Come on, come on, come on. Church who preached sermon title 
and scripture. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. I am excited about that. What's up, uh, Felicia? Your little, I, I see you. I see. I saw you pop in. Praise the Lord. Thanks. Uh, Felicia says, women's virtual meeting, sermon, waiting before working. Oh, part two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing is needed brought to you by you. <laughs> but one thing ah, is needed. Okay, so is this the same scripture from last week? I think it is. Got yeah yeah this yeah waiting before working yeah 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 that's good I'll read again Luke ten Luke ten thirty nine and forty two Luke ten thirty nine and forty two come on in here Bible why are you playing with me now Luke ten thirty nine and forty two and it reads read that's what I just want to say it like that read. I want to holler read one time and somebody stand up and read from the audience. <laughs> 39 and 42 and say, and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen the good part, uh, which shall not be taken away from her. Can I get it? Make it plain for y'all who might just tuned in. Message says, and as they continued their travel, uh, no, here it is. It says, one by the name of Martha welcomed him and made him feel quite at home. She had a sister, Mary, who sat before the master, hanging on every word he said. But Martha was pulled away by all she had to do in the kitchen. Later, she stepped in, interrupting the master. Don't you care that my sister has abandoned the kitchen to me? Tell her to lend me a hand. 41 and 42 says, the master said, Martha, dear Martha, you're fussing far too much and getting yourself worked up over nothing. One thing only is essential, and Mary has chosen it. It's the main course, and it won't be taken from her. Oh, that'll preach. I like that. Let me get the other, let me get the other scripture that you had. Let me get the other scripture that you had. 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 14 and 33 1 Corinthians 14 and 33 says, uh, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Message. Message says it like this. Come here, message. Where'd you go? Now, when I was looking, oh, there it is. Message says, uh, uh uh-oh, where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? First Corinthians, why did it disappear on me? Oh, First Corinthians 14 and 33, there it is. First Corinthians 13 and 43 says it like this. Uh, 33 says, uh, then he speak, no. Why is Message Bible, ooh, Message Bible is real right here. Uh, the Message Bible is really confusing, right? Because they don't break down the scripture. So let me see what it says. It says, take your turn. No one person talking over the other. Then each speaker gets the chance to say some such from God and you learn from each other. If you choose to speak, you're also responsible. Here we go. From how and when you speak. When we worship the right way, God doesn't stir up into confusion. He brings us into harmony. This goes for all the churches, no exceptions. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Waiting before working. I like that. That's good stuff right there. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much uh, for hanging out for the church check-in, man. That was good, good, good. Look, I know it's Labor Day. It's officially uh, Labor Day. Labor Day, the official last 
holiday of the summer. It's the last uh, holiday of the year. Totally, you know, this is the one where we get our last barbecues in and and all of that good stuff and 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 everything and um, yeah, all of that. Uh, but I wanted, man. So yesterday I was um, unfortunately, uh, you know, over the weekend. Uh, which started, I guess, Friday. They started kind of the weekend on Friday. Uh, we had 60 people shot here in the city of Chicago and four fatally. Uh, eight children were shot, kids. That means under the age of 18. Eight kids were shot. One was killed in weekend violence. The one that really got me was, uh, as all of them have. Um, in 2016. Thank no. you. We don't need that. Well, as all of them have, um, there was a four-year-old who was shot twice in the head on Friday around 9 p.m. when bullets fired outside of his Woodlawn neighborhood home in the 6500 block of South Ellis when bullets flew in through an open window, according to police. Um, the little boy was getting a haircut, a haircut, uh, and someone started shooting. Um, the child's parents were by his side, but the toddler did not make it. Uh, the little boy was taken to Comer Children's Hospital, where he later died, according to police. He is four years old, says Andrew. <laughs> it's hard enough with his mom and dad sitting in the hospital watching this little fellow with tubes all down his body. He's trying to breathe. Currently, there's a $9,000 reward uh, being offered for anyone who provides information that leads to an arrest in the boy's death. We are sick of it. Uh, staking this hospital out, all these kids getting shot, said another activist. Uh, this is what the police commissioner said, police commissioner or the superintendent uh, said about uh, this young man's death. I want to play a little bit of it for you when he um, rolled up when it comes back on. Parking lot full of children. I want to give it to you um, uh, in a minute here. What David Brown uh, had to say uh, about this um, when it happened, because it's just. It's, it's, it's beyond, it's just beyond sad uh, that this is where we are. And innocent bystanders are our children, and they get shot. The weekend's first victim was also the youngest. Police say a young father was braiding his four-year-old son's hair in the living room at 65th and Ellis Friday evening when bullets came flying through the window. Michael Moultrie died Sunday night. A Saturday afternoon Westside back-to-school event turned to a shooting ground when a dad says a car rolled up and sprayed bullets at a parking lot full of children. His 12- and 15-year-old both got hit, but they survived. We touched people's lives and just gave them something positive, even if it was just for momentarily. And I don't know what's in these people's hearts that would make them want to shoot at a bouncy house, at go-karts, at cotton candy. Speaking directly to people committing the crimes, the city's top cop promised punishment. We will be relentless in pursuing you as an offender. And if you're targeted and living a life of crime and committing crime, we will find out what we can charge you with as well. These innocent young children should not be the byproduct of your criminal behavior. Pacing the south side this afternoon, Mayor Lightfoot echoed so, the hard line. There should be no gang member in the city of Chicago who has a comfortable night's sleep because we are coming after them with everything that we've got. But unsolved crimes still far outpace the number of people held responsible. That is uh, That report comes from Channel 7 News. Make sure we give them credit. Uh, I believe that was their reporter, Jessica D'Nofrio, I believe is her name. Uh, but... Um, 
credit goes to ABC 7 News for that report. Um, here is here is my 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 thing on this, and I know there is a um, there is a, and I've said this before, and, and Latanya and I spoke about this briefly earlier. Uh, David Brown made a, a comment today. Uh, he says, and I've said this on the show plenty of times when these babies are getting shot, especially when they're in the car because they're sh- they're shot because they're in the car with when when the people were shooting at somebody else that was in the car. And I made this statement, and I know it works both ways. So I want to say it again, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. You know the life that you're in, right? You you are in a life that breeds violence. Now, if you go to work every day, working at McDonald's, working at Target, Sam's, KFC, wherever you work, Costco, Amazon, Bank One, don't matter. Yes, there's a possibility that you can still get caught in the crossfire. But let me say this. None of those jobs put you in the line of fire. Working at Amazon does not put you in the line of fire, nor does it put your family in the line of fire. Working at McDonald's or KFC or Best Buy does not put your family in the line of fire. Selling weed on the corner selling crack cocaine on the corner, selling whatever it is you do on the corners, that job puts you and your family in the line of fire. Because the, your, your competition, here's the deal. You working at McDonald's. Ain't nobody from Burger King finna pull up at your house and shoot at your house because you work at McDonald's. The people at Wendy's ain't going to show up at your house because you fry fries at McDonald's. KFC ain't rolling up on you because you work at Popeye's Chicken. I'm going to try to get somebody to help. I'm going to help you in a minute. You work at the Walmart. The gang from Target ain't showing up with their red shirts on and going to shoot up your house because you're wearing a blue shirt at the Walmart, Bloods and Crip. They ain't, we ain't doing that. It's just not, not, not going to happen. Amazon ain't coming for you because you, 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 know, you work at wherever you work. They, they ain't coming for you because you like Twitter and not Facebook. Facebook ain't coming for you or vice versa because you on TikTok and you ain't on Instagram. It does not, you're not going to get shot at for that. But if you're selling drugs on a corner that you do not own, that you do not pay taxes for, and a, and a rival, come on now, wants to come and sell drugs on those same corners that you do not pay taxes for, or they want to run you off because you, they don't want you over there, or they want to set up their own stuff, you are putting yourself, thus your family, in the line of fire. Now let me go to the other side. Yes, you might be a good father because you take care of your child. Yes, you might be a good father because you take care of your child. Yes, you might go because you tuck your child into bed every night after you sell illegal drugs on the street all day. 
Yes, you take your, your, your daughter or your son to school in the morning because you, after you sold drugs all night, killing somebody else's people or, or endangering somebody else's people. But because you take your daughter or your son to school every day does not make you a good parent. Because your job, how you make money, is endangering your child. Your lifestyle is endangering your child. Now, you might say, you know, I get it. You know, uh, uh, what did Biggie say in the, in, in, in the song? He was just trying to feed his daughter. That's what he was doing. He was selling drugs or whatever. He was trying, it's great in the song, but the reality is, yes, that lifestyle breeds violence. That lifestyle breeds violence. That lifestyle breeds gunshots flying through windows. That lifestyle breeds your innocent daughter that you love, that you take to school every day, that you pick up from school every day, that you take to the mall, that you do all the things that a good dad or a good mom should do. You're still putting her or him in harm's way because of how you choose to make money. Don't give me that I ain't got a choice. Don't hit me with the I ain't got a choice. How you choose to make money. You're choosing to sell drugs. Now, I know what somebody's going to say. Oh, man, I can make $40, $50, $60, $70 an hour. Selling on the corner. I can't make that at no job. How about you get a skill set that will allow you to make that? That won't put your life in danger. And you know what the other thing I saw today, and, I, 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 uh, and you know, people post it all the time. You know, as you see people talking, they post those uh, pictures on Facebook, and somebody holding a stack of money, and then they'll say, uh, 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 post this, and you'll get money by Tuesday. <laughs> you know, them big stacks of money. And what I often find is the people who post that money, who post those things, always begging for money, always looking for money, and ain't got no money in the bank. But you're endangering the life of your family member. Because you choose not to want to do it the, 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 the right way. You choose to, to you, you're making the choice. <clears throat> and don't tell me you're not, you, 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 you don't have a choice. Please don't tell me you don't have a choice. When every job you drive past, God, we need somebody. Come on now. Felicia says, from a woman who used to date a drug dealer, when he got locked up enough, he said it was hard. He said it was harder than working at McDonald's. I bet. I bet. Ain't no health care plan. And the most money you're going to get, your family going to get, is the money that the, that the drug dealer might kick your mama down for the funeral so you can have the see-through coffin like the one I saw on, on, on Saturday. So you can have the see-through coffin, the horse and carriage coffin, so you can lie in state like you were somebody. It's, 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 it's sickening that, and again, I'm, I, they say this, this young man that was killed, the four-year-old, was, they were shooting, they were, the bullets just flew through the window while they were shooting at somebody else. So we don't know that his parents were involved in anything. He, could, he might just be an innocent bystander. But here again, how many times have babies been in cars? And, and Latin said this earlier, back in the day, kids were off limits. Back in the day, kids were off limits. You didn't shoot up. Look, kids was off limits. 
Mamas and parents was off limits. Hell, even on the wire, they told us Sunday service was off limits. You didn't go out to nobody on Sundays when they was coming out of church. But now we just do whatever. Well, the father didn't die. It was just a four-year-old. Neither one, the father or the mother didn't get shot. Just the, just the, just the two-year-old got shot twice in the head. I'm sorry, just the four-year-old got shot twice in the head. At some point, and, 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 and I, I appreciate um, the mayor and, and, and the, the uh, police chief making their statements. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate them making their statements. I appreciate the, 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 the veracity that they came out with, saying they're going to hunt these people down. But I, I'll say this, um, and I know we don't find, that we don't find the guns uh, as quick as we do. Uh, we don't find the guns as quick as we do. But uh, here, here, again is, here again comes the question. And I, I put I put this up on my uh, Facebook page last week after having this conversation on Friday uh, about you know tracking these guns and finding out where they come from and everything else. Um, you know, at some point I thought I thought we would get tired of our babies getting killed. Maybe I'll say it like that. At some point I thought we would be tired. And we'd say, okay, you know what? That's too many babies. You know what I mean? I thought, I thought at some point we'd say, all right, that's too many babies. Let's 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 stop. That's that's too many. Let's 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 cut it out. But even now, as of yesterday, two hundred and eighty children were shot and thirty-five died. As of today. 280 children, 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 and 35 killed. There's got to be, you know, and then this thing at a back-to-school event in East Garfield on Saturday, a back-to-school event. Two brothers and sisters were shot by a drive-by shooter who opened fire on those present at a back-to-school event. I mean, come on now. And, and I didn't know this until I, I didn't, Tanya, did you know that these people were out there before we saw it on the news today, that they were camping out in that parking lot? Did you know that before today? Over at Emmett, uh, at the, what used to be Emmett, Elementary school? Oh, you're talking about the mothers? Yeah, did you know that before today? No, I just knew they were just fasting. Okay, yeah, they were camping out. Okay. In the parking lot of that big empty building that's being used for nothing. That could be converted to something. (laughs) For something in the community. Um, But, yeah. So, over on Central and Madison, y'all know where I used to be out on Wednesday nights with my red red t-shirt crew. Um... They were camping out over there because of, these were mothers against violence uh, who've been out there, and 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 I just I don't I don't know I don't know 
the one lady says it's personal for me. Uh, she says her son was murdered in, uh, on August 16th of 2016, uh, not too far from there. That's why she's out there. That's why she is out marching. That's why she was out on Central and Madison uh, for that. And uh, that was me. That was the computer. Yes. Uh, that's why she was out on uh, on Central and Madison, man, because this, I mean, at some point, uh, you got to, I don't know, you know, I, and, and, and it's, it's every idea, you know, it's like, do we keep throwing ideas at it? Do we keep throwing money at it? How much money, how much money can you throw at a problem without having, you know, how, how much money would it take to, to move like, like here, here it is for me. Okay. I know there are drug dealers who are dealing drugs, who are doing it um, inconspicuously, right? Meaning they're doing what they do, and unless you, you know, you, you might not know that that's what they do, right? So it may take a little bit more investigative work to find out about them, right? It might take a little bit more investigative work. But let's not, get, let's not worry about them, because this is going to go back, tie into the statement that I made a while back about the young brothers standing out in the open on Madison Street. You, I, 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 wish I, had, I, I wish I could talk to somebody from the uh, police department. I, we, uh, you know, we need to try to contact David Brown. Maybe he'd come on the show or something. Uh, but why is it that the open-air drug markets are allowed to take place? I ain't talking about the ones that sneak in and selling it. I'm talking about the ones that offer it to every dang old car that drive past them. Everyone. They are, it ain't like they're trying to, you hold the drugs and you hold the money. It's like, hey, I got these right here for a dub. <laughs> like like in, in my hand. Here, bro, right here. <laughs> for a dub. <laughs> Holding it in their hands for all to see. You telling me you can't get a, a, a couple of police officers in plain clothes cars, not the marked ones, not those, but a plain car to pull up, make a few buys, then come back and round everybody up? I don't care if they can, everybody can't bail out. And I don't care. Jails is full. They got COVID. Guess what? I don't care nothing about them catching COVID. I don't care. Get them a mask and put their asses in jail. I said what I said. I said what I said. I, I, it just don't make sense to me. You get to do this all day and then go home and, 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 and think you're going to get a, and, and expect to get a good night's sleep. And you don't think that somebody else is, 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 is being offended or somebody else is, is being hurt by what you're doing. Well, I ain't hurting nobody. You are, though. But you are. There's no getting around that. There's no getting around that. It's, 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 it, 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 there has to be there has to be a a a, a and us as and, and my brother was here on Friday, uh, 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 Sir Walter Jones from the Sir Walter Jones show uh, was here on Friday talking about what the church can't do and can't and is not able to do and I appreciate his candor uh, uh, with me uh, on on uh, uh, on Friday and it's a, it's not a church thing it's a people thing. 
You have drug dealers on your block. How long you you, you, you and, and, and you don't you don't pick up a phone. You can call private. They got they got internet uh, pages where you can you can you can put you can put it in you can you can go to a page and report the crime anonymously. They don't want no email address. They don't want nothing. And you don't say nothing. You just come home and hope they don't say nothing to you. You don't say nothing to them. Anybody got time to be having? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to meet with no gang members. I don't want no gang members to have no truce. Uh uh uh. No, because 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 it'd be different if y'all was just killing each other. If y'all was just killing each other, then eventually y'all to kill each other, and then whoever's left we lock up. But y'all killing each other and everybody. Y'all doing everything but killing each other. Y'all killing everybody else. I said what I said. You're killing everybody else. Babies, 280 of them shot. You 12 years old, you 15 years old, and you getting shot. School just started. And you got to wake up in the hospital because you got shot at a back-to-school rally. Where, where is, is, there a safe, is, there, is there a safe space anymore? The kids are playing in the front. You tell them to play in the backyard, people shooting in the back. You tell them to keep them in the house, your windows get shot out because they're shooting at somebody else. There is no safe place anymore, but yet we, we, it feels like we're still sitting silent. It feels like we're just waiting for what? How close does it have to get? How close does it have to get before we say, okay, all right, um, let's do this or let's do that? How, how many people close to us have to die? Does it become important enough for us to get up and march about it uh, 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 when? When it's one of us that's on the front page of, 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 of Channel 7's website? When it's our grandbabies, when it's our sons and our daughters who were an innocent bystander, when one of them is shot, is that when we get the, 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 the is that when we decide to say, all right, now let's, because here is my thing. We had a whole summer. Yes, we had COVID. But Tanya, guess what? We had a whole summer. No racial shootings. No police killings. No nothing. Where was the marches at? Where was Black Lives Matter at? Where was the marches at for the people that still getting shot? We, what, the police, at least not, not, not to our knowledge, the police didn't kill no black folk. Didn't no racist white folk kill no black folk that we know of. So we had a whole summer of us just shooting us. And where, we, where was the march? Did I miss it, or was I just not invited? <laughs> was the news camera, did the news camera, did the media miss it? You didn't miss it. Where, 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 where were the marches at? When we, hit, when we hit 100 children shot, where was the march? When we hit 150, where, where was the, where was the march? And I'm not talking about marching downtown on Michigan Avenue where they ain't shooting nobody. I'm talking about marching in the very areas. 
keeping them, keeping them full. Guess what? We, we, we schools was closed. Everybody was all, everybody was working from home. Where, where were the where? And, and look, and don't say we couldn't gather because we gathered everywhere else. We was at the, we was at Wrigley Field. We was gonna we were finna be at Soldier Field starting next week. We finna be at the White Sox Park. We we everywhere else. We at the uh uh uh, uh what was it? The, the, we was at the bootleg takes. Somebody went. We was at Lollapalooza, huh? We sure showed up for Lollapalooza. We went to everything else. But I'm sorry, maybe I missed it. I know Father Flager did something somewhere. I saw him marching somewhere. But where, where were, where was the 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 the, the, the rallies and the marches for the violence? against us that we committed against us where where were they at all summer it's now september this is why it's so hard for other this is why you know and, and I, I i'm not you know y'all know i never want to you know my 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 conservative people and all that they all because this is the question that they ask and i i, I kind of have to ask the question where were, where were all the marches at over the summer when we were still killing each other? Where was the protest? Where we got right up in the face of the people selling drugs on our corners and in our neighborhoods? Where are the where where is the where are the picket signs for that? Saying no more drugs, no more drugs. Where are those picket signs at? I know we can write the ones that say black police stop killing black people. <laughs> she said, Who is we? We was there, though. People look like us. We was there. I saw them, Felicia. They was in the crowd. It wasn't just it wasn't just a little pepper and salt. It was a good mix. We was down at the Lollapalooza. Watch this. We was all at the at the at the Donda. We was we was down to the Donda at the Soldier Field. We was there. We was there trying to hit the Donda. We packed up in Soldier Field. We was all up in there. No mask, chilling. So don't tell me what we can't do, but where, where were we at? But let a, let a videotape get released tomorrow. Let a videotape get released tomorrow of a black boy or a black girl being uh, either harassed or mistreated were killed by a police officer, and oh, we gonna rally. Oh, we gonna rally. Well, here's my question. Where is your rally at now? 280 children shot this year, 35 dead. I'm sorry. That should be a rally every day. There should be a rally every day. Felicia said down to the time to the right. He's right. He could. But watch this. He shouldn't have to. You don't need to sanction no rally. We can do it on our own. What, what, uh, look, uh, uh, preachers, you know the one that's always on the TV. You know, they show up when it's, uh, when it's political enough. Because, see, when Pookie shoots Ray Ray, that ain't political. That's normal. I hate to say it that way. But that's normal. 
when little when little John John gets shot, that don't cause for national news. But if Officer Bednarik shoots Jamal, huh? If Officer uh, Slipowitz <laughs> shoots little Michael, then oh, now we must rally. But when Jamal shoots Michael, ain't oh, we don't need to rally because it's just violence, and we just don't hope that it stops. No, 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 no. At some point, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm over Andrew too. I don't. I'm, something about him rubs me the wrong way. I, I don't quite. Yeah, yeah. He just. I don't get it. And he and he is and he is. <laughs> Walter really. The officer Bednarik and Slippery are good officers. Thanks, uh, thanks. Uh. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. I'm just I I I can't. I, wait, I just want to know where, where, when, 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 when does the rally start? I'm waiting for it to pop back up in my memory. But when, when does the rally start for, 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 for another baby that got killed? A four-year-old, supposed to be getting ready to go to kindergarten, can't. A 12- and a 15-year-old. 12-year-old, what? That's you, you seventh, seventh grade, sixth grade, somewhere up in there? Sixth grade, getting ready to graduate, seventh grade or something like that? 15-year-old, you're a freshman, sophomore in school. School just started, but you you got you you know now your now the highlight of your of your high, of your life right now is a bullet wound, and you survived. Where you get shot at a back to school rally? Where you get shot at? I was getting my hair braided. Oh, he's sorry. He can't even tell the story because he dead. Getting his hair braided in the front window in the front window of his house where you're supposed to be safe. Getting my hair braided, but I get two bullets to the head. Where's the where's the rally at for that? Where's the march at for that? Bueller? Anybody? Bueller? Somebody? That's where your march is. That's what happens when you ask about a march when it's 280 kids shot in the city, 35 of them dead. When you ask where the march is, that's what you get. Crickets. Nothing dead nothing so i don't know y'all I, I don't i don't i don't mean to sound negative yes i do <laughs> you just let me not lie yes i do i meant to sound negative because it's sickening it's sickening it's sickening that 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 th- this is where we are and all we're doing now is just counting numbers you know what i wish the news would do and maybe may, maybe it would be doom and gloom but i just thought about it you know what i wish the news would do you know how they used to put the numbers in the bottom of the screen but how many people die from COVID every day? The local news needs to put that up on the bottom of the screen. 280 kids shot so far, 35 dead. 
and keep that up in the bottom corner of the of every news post every day. Every day. Did we get a thermometer for that? Yes. Give give us the thermometer for that one. And find out what the goal is. At what at what point on the you know what that's a good idea. At what can you make me a thermometer? Can you can you digitally make me one? I believe you can. You have the skill set. Yes, I can. Make me a thermometer. And I'm gonna put it up on my page every day. It's gonna be my permanent post. Two hundred and eighty kids shot. 35, and every time it go up, we're going to add a new number to it. Because at what point of the thermometer does something have to change? It's going to be like the like my brother Walter Jones said, it's going to be the never-ending building fund. 280 and counting. Put it up there, and there it is. And it needs to be up there every day. How come 2579 and Fox don't have that up at the corners of their screen for the city of Chicago, 280 shot, 35 killed? Just like for COVID, every day uh, uh, we, get, we got a 500 million, uh, 500,000 infections and 2,000 2, dead, 3,000 dead every day. Every day they put that number up. I want to put it up there every day. Death, look. They ain't going to take up too much time, Felicia. Just put it at the bottom of the screen. Put that at the forefront. And, and then put the dollars behind it. The same dollars you're putting behind telling people to go get the vaccine. The same dollars you're putting behind those doctors. Trust me. Trust me. Do you trust me? Trust me. Trust me. Take the vaccine. Trust. Yeah, all that. That's wonderful. And I'm not, I'm not arguing about the vaccine. Go get your shot. Do what you got to do. I'm just saying... Put it up there. Death toll. Chicago, 280.35. When is the rally? Change going to come. When? What's the right number for change to come? That's what it needs to say. The uh, current death, current child death uh, 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 in Chicago Current child shot, current child death, what's the magic number? What's the magic number? Anybody? Is there a magic number? Is there one? Won't you come? Is there one? Won't you come now by letter? Chris, what's the number? What's, what's the magic number here in Chicago before somebody says, you know what? You know, hey, guess what? Lock it down like you did for COVID. I know that's extreme. But it is an emergency. No. Lock it down like you did for COVID. I mean, seriously, you know what I'm going to do? Tomorrow, on my way home from school, I'm going to park my car over by where they're selling their good drugs, and I'm just going to record it. And 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 record it on my on my on my good same song. <laughs> I'm gonna record it, and then I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna broadcast it on my show. Cause you know maybe 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 they don't know that it's that it's real. Maybe that's what it. Maybe that maybe that needs to happen. I'm just gonna sit back and record it on my on my phone, and then I'm gonna come in and I'm just gonna broadcast it on my own page and just ask the question. How long does it take? And then I'm going to copy the Chicago police. I'm going to copy uh, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. I'm going to copy the DEA. I'm going to copy all them people and say, hey, you know, like, what's the deal? 
Maybe that's what maybe that's what we got to do. I don't know. <laughs> Felicia, stop playing. Uh, see, see, so I think about you being the spokesperson every time that Andrew comes on. They would drop them. Yeah, see, they don't need. They would. Yeah, see, Andrew. Yeah, he he he. Um, what's the word? We make sure I don't get myself in no trouble. Ninja neutral. Yeah, ninja neutral. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, right? I'm sorry. At what point? At what point? What's the, what's what's the magic number? What's the magic number? And iPhones are not better, Felicia. You take away the look. What? What y'all got? Everything and everything good in the iPhone came from Droid. <laughs> Every good and perfect thing. Huh? Come on now. Watch out now. <laughs> right, 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 right. Calm Ninja. Right. That ain't finna be me. That ain't finna be me. Cause see here is cause well, here here's my deal, right? Here's my deal. The activist. Okay, where's my man at? Let me ask Tanya this magic question, y'all. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready? Oh, no. Tanya. I was going to stay on this long. You turned your mic off, though. I didn't turn your mic off. Tanya, that's the question. Come on, Dana. <laughs> Where's Jamal Green? I told you I reached out to him. <laughs> I know you did. Okay, then. I'm asking the question, though. But where's, I'm asking you, where's Jamal? Last time he was on somebody's roof. What was he doing and, on the roof? And they wanted him to get down. What was he on the roof doing? I forgot. Was he was he was, was he trying to shut chase? Was he trying to shut down the the global economy? Where's J Maul? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Where where's J Maul Green at? Because he, he you know other than him trying to stop me from getting my money out of the ATM at Chase, I'm <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where my man at. You know, but, but my thing is, what, what's to stop the activists, those that are against violence? Because J-Mall ain't out there against violence. J-Mall is out there trying to do some economic stuff. She said last time he was on Chase Roof. <laughs> I'm just saying. He wasn't on Chase Roof. He was on somebody. He was on somebody's roof. He's a, yeah, he was. Okay. Just recently. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, you know. But here's my deal. Here's my deal. The nonviolent, the, the, the people who want to stop the violence in Chicago, how come we all just can't, like, we, we pick a time, like, and we go to each area. Like, so let's say we're going to focus on, let's start at Austin. We're going to focus on the Austin area, right? And we know where the most of the, we know where the drugs and the gangs are at and where they hang and all that kind of stuff. How come that as we can't march over there and, and just like we go and picket the, 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 the mayor's house, because she didn't do something we wanted her to do. We go pick it the governor. We go pick it downtown. Why we can't pick it the drug dealers? Why we can't pick it the trap house? I don't hear nobody. Why we can't pick it the house where they shoot up at? I don't hear nobody. Why we can't pick it them? That's not, that, that's not TV worthy. That's not, that's not news worthy. We can't hold a sign up that says you can't sell drugs in my neighborhood no more. We can hold up a sign saying stop killing our kids. Police stop killing us. But we can't hold, we can't get a picket sign that says stop shooting our, uh, 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 get the hell out of my neighborhood. You're no longer welcome here, drug dealer. 
Mr. We- Mr. Weed Seller. Because look, weed legal now. Y'all go to the weed store. I know you got to pay taxes on it. But, but weed is legal now. Because some of the stuff y'all smoking, y'all don't even know what y'all smoking. At least if you go buy it from the, from the people with the taxes, at least you know it's like grown the right way. Some of this stuff, they growing in their backyard somewhere with, with, with dog pee. I mean, and y'all smoking it because y'all smell just like it. The loud and the quiet all together at the same time. Whatever y'all smoking, y'all skunk. For whatever y'all, whatever y'all smoking is right. God didn't create that. That's something somebody else did. I'm just trying to say, get it out. You don't want. Am I thinking too? Am I thinking too practical, or am I being too radical? You're not being too radical. It's just that it is what. You know, when I was talking about things in waves, like what was the next wave? The next wave. Okay. You know, remember I was talking about the next wave of. what was going to be booming next and everything else like that. So we're back on... Um, no, a fly car to boom. Oh, okay. No, we're not that. Okay. So we're back on this whole thing with uh, crime and everything and our kids getting shot. And you remember and you remember, we had we had the shirts and, you know, the just say no shirts and we had the... Yeah. Like, you know, please don't kill me. I want to live. I want to live. Everything. And everything. So, like, we're back on that. And remember, like, you know... um. We talked about it years ago. We talked about it months ago. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it it's not enough yet because when you had the preachers and everything else on the street, they were getting, I told you about this, they were getting retaliated on. And, like, you know, remember I told you, Prince of Peace, you know, the old, the old pastor that died many years ago, he had to have his house built backwards because, you know, like, you know, because he was out there on those corners and everything else like that. So if you're going to step up and like, you know, like, you know, and you recording right now and everything, that does not sound great. That does not sound good because like, you know, all it takes is for someone to find who you are, who did this and everything else like that. And then, 5-11. No, stop. Because, because you, because you're endangering other, like, you know, they can come to 5-11. Uh-huh. Make, make sure you say, make sure you put an arrow and say you. Me Mondays right and Fridays. Right. But make sure they don't, like, they don't get me and oh, everything okay. else All like right. that. All right. I hear what you're saying. And everything. But it is. But what, you, but okay, go ahead. You, you, like, you know, if you're going to be the voice, then be the voice. Because you talked about it, now be about it. So if you want to be the voice, uh-huh. be the voice. Uh-huh. Go out here and be the voice for change. Go out here and 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 on the on the south side because the south side don't have red t-shirts on the corner. I don't so know what once, they got over here. So huh? I don't know what they got over here, but you're right. But they don't have no red t-shirts on the corner. Uh-huh. They got they got prayer. You like you right. know you, you right. know and we, we didn't pray them and, and prayer changes things. But right now it's not stopping people from killing. No. And everything. So two hundred and eighty. So if you want to be that voice. Be be the voice. If you want to be the calm ninja, be the calm ninja oh, no. and everything. But also know that with being the calm ninja comes a price. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. So just don't go recording somebody just because, like, first because you know, you know, first of all, number one, hey, did you get a release? No. I don't need no release. But on our end, for every stupid person, there's always a smarter person. Uh-huh. We would have to scramble their faces. I ain't got to show nobody's face selling drugs on the street. I scramble your face. You're in the public. Doing a quick fitting the crime in the public. You, just like if you're in front of my store and I got a video camera I'm just and you're doing the crime. You, if you're going to be the voice, then be the voice. I hear you. It has been 
like like it's the, the rhetoric is over and over and over and over and over. If you're like you know, obviously all these other preachers are sitting at home in their million dollar homes or in their hundred thousand dollars home, hundred thousand dollar homes, and they're not doing anything. Yeah. So you won't you come out here gotcha. and everything because like I said, I don't want to sound like you know I, I maybe maybe because of my environment I have gotten used to it. And some some people have gotten used to it and everything else like that because like you know it sounds like what um like um back at, when we were at our old church when it was like you know well that don't go on in our neighborhood right I'm so used to it yeah yeah so used to it yeah and and so and, if you're going to be the change then be it okay and I appreciate that challenge <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate that challenge. Uh, that was Latanya Michelle King, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I appreciate a cold forty-five. No, that's not. A, that's a fire. He inspires you. <laughs> not drink cold forty-five. Actually, your church is it is the city, but you live in the suburbs. It's not a reality event, right? It's not. And 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 then you know, and then it's like we don't. You know, where are the? Where is the? I guess my question is this. And it doesn't take a whole lot of people to to make changes. Right, it doesn't take a whole lot of people to make change. If I if I get spiritual for a minute, it, it, Jesus, it was Jesus and twelve people that turned the world upside down. So it don't take a whole lot of people to make changes. It just it just takes dedicated people, and people with no ego agenda. I don't need I don't want to be the spokesperson, right? I don't I've never want I don't want to be the spokesperson. But obviously, no one's out here standing up. But again, the way that it's being done right now, there is nothing being done behind it. And then the problem is this, and this is this is where it comes out. We want, we're waiting for uh, uh, um, the perfect figurehead to lead us, right? We're waiting for this person and that person. This ain't got nothing to do with race. This ain't got nothing to do with that, right? If 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 we go if we gonna do something for ourselves, then this is how we do it. We have to go out there and say this. You can no longer do this where I live. What you do is dangerous to where I live, where I have to park my car, where I have to walk to my front door, where I have to go to my car to go to work, where my children go to school, what school I work at, all of that environment is no longer a place safe for you. Because we have made the city of Chicago, and I'm only talking about Chicago. I know some people in Detroit probably ain't no better. Cleveland ain't no better. Columbus, Ohio ain't no better. Miami, Florida. Miami, oh, well, Miami is, ain't never been no better. But we, we're not... I, I don't know what the local news in Miami is saying about the shootings in Miami over Labor Day weekend. I don't know how many people died in Miami over, over Labor Day weekend. But what I do know is how many people died in Chicago over Labor Day weekend. And, and, and at some point, at some point, uh, we have to say, you know what, we're done. We're done. And you can now. Now here's the deal. When you go out now, because see, I don't have to go up. To, I'm not. I'm not the defund the police guy, but I do need you to work for me, right? So explain to me how I can go out with my phone and record five, six, fifteen drug transactions, and you can't go out there and get do the same thing and get these people off the street. Explain that to me. Explain that to me. That's what I'm asking. At some point, 
What's going on, uh, 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 Brother Hudson? God bless you, sir. Uh, let me see. M- M- Manisa Knight says enough is enough. Yeah, it is. At some point, you know, it is. And I, I'm, I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. But y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. We gonna see. We we gonna we 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 gonna we gonna find out. We gonna find out what's what. What they gonna do? Cause then I'm gonna ask the police. What y'all gonna do about this right here? Like this, cause they, they, they I mean, you know, y'all, they, some of y'all not old enough to remember, but y'all remember uh, uh, Maxwell Street back in the day? I almost called it by the wrong name. I don't want no problems. But y'all remember when Maxwell Street used to be like an open market? Like, they, like what you say? Yeah, it was open market for everything. For everything. You can get, you know, I don't remember seeing no drugs. They probably did have drugs, but they wasn't being open. But you can get porn. You can get, you can get food. You can get clothes, stolen, good, whatever. <laughs> fake this, fake that. Anything you needed, you can get on Maxwell Street. But now that's, how, that's, that's what it's like when you drive down Madison Street. From, from, from Springfield and Madison all the way to Plaskett, Madison. Whatever you need. Felicia. But y'all didn't want them to take over. Felicia, what, what she I purposely didn't say that. <laughs> she said it. Okay. Y'all didn't want them to take. Y'all didn't want Old Park to take over Madison and everything. So you know, so it's like you mean the central. They want they they really wanted to keep pushing the boundary. They wanted to go back to central. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they still, but y'all y'all don't want the change. Y'all say you or y'all or you know <laughs> everybody didn't want the change. Yes, because their property taxes are higher and everything else like that. Yeah, but anybody standing in front of your house in Oak Park either. Right. And you you can walk to your front door without looking over your shoulder, kind of sorta. I look over my shoulder everywhere, but kind of sorta. You can... almost like the change that. The guy was about to bring, and I don't know what happened with that with Chicago Avenue. Oh, yeah, I don't know what happened with the money that was the 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 the, the um it was um I won't say Saudi, but some dude from somewhere India was supposed to be investing billions of dollars, and I don't and know what, what happened with say? that. He it was supposed Chicago Avenue was supposed to be the robbery supposed, they, they, Michigan Avenue. They were gonna make it the Michigan Avenue of the of uh, uh West. Don't know but what all happened. y'all did was push back the boundary, and now all it's called is Humble Park. And now you got you got good colonizers either saying <laughs> like you know is is that bad is that bad Humble Park or good Humble Park? Oh God, I don't know y'all. She said that was a spot back in the day. They cleaned it up so good. All the rats are gone. No, all the rats ain't gone. No, they ain't not gone. No, and, the rats ain't gone. And you might as well tell them that about the new hours. They just, they the ended, new hours for Maxwell Street. The rats just smarter now. <laughs> And then y'all did know that, and then we're going to get off this. They changed the hours for Maxwell Street. If y'all want y'all a good Polish with onion and extra mustard. After Friday from 1 to 6, they will not be open. No, it's tomorrow. Start, start tomorrow? It's, a, it's, a, it's okay. start tomorrow. 6, well, 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. 1 a.m. to 6 a.m., Jalen. I mean, Dana. Jesus. Because he sounded like Jalen. Slow. 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. Is when they close. Is when, when they're going to be closed. So they open from 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. They're gonna be. They're gonna open back up around six a.m. again. That's why I said from six a.m. to one a.m. But they're closed from one a.m. to six a.m. What come first? <laughs> Their hours. Okay. But, are six a.m. to one a.m. But they, they were twenty-four hours. Now they're not. But now their hours are six a.m. to one a.m. 
we even argue about these albums, really. But I'm just saying. Because you want to say, you want to go with open and everything. Because that's with the only open. time it matters is but when no, they open. But that's the, way, that's the way the news is reporting it. Oh, God. Felicia says, Lord, forgive me. I could only eat that food when I was totally drunk. Now, really? Give out right. I can go for one right now. No, we can't. With extra onion. No, sir. And mustard. Mm-mm. And a pork chop sandwich. Not in your car. And a chicken sandwich. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will stay in your car now. You see, you don't stay in your car that long. You got leather seats. Leather seats don't retain that smell. But a good cloth seat will have you thinking you still that a day and you ate it last week unless you go get a detail. <laughs> We gonna take. Thank you so much. I know Thank I help so the people. Much. We gonna take a quick break, y'all. When we come back, we gonna jump back and we gonna jump into our conversation for uh, the evening. Our conversation for today, real, real, real good, real good. Five ways to activate faith over fear. Five ways to activate faith over fear. We gonna be right back, y'all. I'm gonna give y'all a little bit more of this song. I like this song by my little brother Eric Kirk uh, and them. Uh, simply called I'll Praise Him. Be right back, y'all. Two T's, one L, one O, TTLO Radio, y'all. When I think about how good God is, I stop praying. Wow. <laughs> 
Come on, come on. I bet they won't squall. I should have asked, asked Eric, do he squall when he sang? <laughs> Come on. Ah, I'll praise him, Eric Kirk and True Worship. Go on, check that out. His single dropped a couple of weeks ago, man. It is outstanding. You must, if you haven't already downloaded, go ahead and do that, man. Get the long version. Get the five-minute version. Don't get that radio version. Get the full one. You can hear all of the goodness. Uh, it froze. It, it was all liquid first. I know. I shook it up, it froze. I know. It's a scientific experiment. I don't know what it is. I I think it's from the, it, it, got, it got hot too quick. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Anyway, we are back, y'all. It is uh, Missional Monday, uh, Missional, Missional, Missional Monday. We always talk about outreach and all those kind of things. Uh, today, 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 let me turn that down. Yeah, okay. Today, uh, we got this good, I don't have a, what's going on over here? Where's the, um, you need an iPad. I do. I don't have okay. one of them over okay. here, the old one. Should be plugged up, charged up somewhere. Charged. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't have no, none of my accoutrements. <laughs> None of my helpers for the show. Is that the? Oh, that's that one. Oh, Jesus. This ain't going to work. Okay, it might work. I ain't used this in a long time. Long time, long time. All right. Uh, get the password. Okay, get the password worked. All right, but we got this great article. Five ways to activate faith over fear. Five ways to activate faith over fear. That's our conversation for today. And, and, just, and I'm just thinking about... Our previous conversation when we were talking about going outside, uh, we can't be fearful, right? We can't be fearful. That can't be the reason that we um, that can't be the reason that we stop uh, going out. That can't be the reason that we we prevent ourselves from making a move or doing something uh, to make to enact change. Uh, you have to put yourself sometimes in uncomfortable situations uh, in order to. Um, in order to see and, and enact change. Change is not going to come uh, just because you're tired of something. I don't get no help with that. Change is not going to come just because you're tired of something. Uh, change has to come from a place of uh, I want to do something different and I want to see something different. And the only way you're going to get those things to happen or get those things to change is you have to go out and put yourself in a position uh, to see some things change. And a lot of times, unfortunately, in our society, we get to, uh, you know, uh, Latanya said it best. Uh, it it when things become the norm, we don't we we stop looking for ways to make change. We start adapting, and at no point should we have ever allowed ourselves to adapt to what we're seeing right now. At no point should we've ever allowed ourselves to adapt to what we're seeing right now. So anyway, five ways, five ways to activate uh, faith over fear. Uh, this article, this article uh, was written by Dan Reeland. Dan Reeland or Ryland, I believe is his name. Uh, we've done this article before, but I've said this before. Let me read it. Doc, Dr. Dan Reeland serves as executive pastor at 12 Stone Church in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Uh, as before I read, he previously partnered with John Maxwell for 20 years, first as an executive pastor at Skyline Westland Church in San Diego, 
then as Vice President of Leadership and Church Development at Enjoy. Uh, he and Dr. Maxwell still enjoy partnering on a number of church-related projects together. So that is Dan uh, Reeland or Ryland, whichever name uh, I believe uh, we're going to uh, go by. Uh, look, it is a great, great time, and we get to share uh, again these great articles. I just hope we uh, we recognize and we can do something with the information. You know, like you said, it's one thing to talk about it, but what are we going to do uh, with the actual? What we do with the actual information matters. What we do with the information matters because if we're just taking the information. Uh, just to say we talked about it and never actually do anything about it, then what was the point of having uh, said information? What was the point of having the information if we're not going to physically do anything with it? So uh, let's just go and and, and move into uh, our conversation. Um, Marcus Jefferson said, we are admonished to not conform to the world. I know, right? That's what the Bible says. But Marcus, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Uh, our, our issue in the street, and I agree with you from a biblical standpoint, absolutely. The problem is the people in the street don't know that. Uh, oh, that's good. Our brothers and sisters in the street don't know that. But you're right. We're not supposed to conform to the world. But unfortunately, we have. Unfortunately, we have. Uh, the writer says this. He says, uh, these are uncommon days when fear can wear down even the most courageous, positive, and level-headed leaders. More than ever, he says, we need people who are leading from faith. The constant bombarding of messages with looming news is exhausting to absorb, and there is no way to escape it. And candidly, we should not escape it. COVID-19 is a reality, and we have the opportunity to lead our families and congregations through it with grace and poise. But he says, this isn't our time to turtle up. I like that. Pull back or hunker down. It's our time to stand up, be strong, and shine brightly in darkness, the writer says. In fact, the stories of online services have been very encouraging. Leaders are concerned about losing momentum for physical attendance in a culture that already attends church irregularly at best. But fear is the worst approach. Leading from faith is best. Acknowledging the reality is needed, the writer says, but then asking the question, how might God want to use this for his glory uh, and the good of the church is a better way to address the situation. Rather than leading from faith, leading from fear, even a quiet, subtle fear drains you of energy and discourages your soul. So let's talk about this. Leading from fear results in the following. When you lead from fear. Watch this. Leading from fear results in the following. You start leading defensively when you're leading from fear. The writer says the result of leading from a defensive position is trying to protect what remains good rather than help solve the problem. Uh Uh-oh. And thereby taking a new and positive territory. Come on now. It is impossible, the writer says, to completely avoid some defensive leadership because whatever the situation may be, it often changes rapidly. In the case of the coronavirus, it changes at lightning speed. The goal is to do everything you can out in front. Can we pause for a moment? I don't want to talk about sports because I know the ladies sometimes get a little like, okay, here he go. But I just want to use the analogy of uh, taking a defensive stand, taking a defensive stand, a defensive position, right? What we like to call prevent defense. (laughs) Prevent defense never works, right? 
you, you know, when you see guys on the football field, you normally see all 11 people in, in your screen at one time. But prevent defense means that sometimes you have defenders all the way back towards the other end because they're trying to prevent you from scoring. But what they do is they give up the middle ground in between. And what you do is, and a lot of times what we've done in the church is, we've given up the middle ground because we're just trying to maintain our churches, oh God. Meaning we don't want to take any risks. Watch this. We don't want to offend anybody. Uh Uh-oh, what do you mean? That means I'll keep uh, 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 acquiescing to members who I know are trouble or who I know don't mean the church any good. I, I, I I'll, I'll keep excusing them as that's just how they are because I'm afraid that if I challenge them, uh, 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 maybe they're going to stop giving. Mm. If I challenge them, uh, 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 may, maybe they'll stop helping. Maybe they'll stop volunteering. That's leading from fear, right? That's leading from fear. That's leading defensively, as the writer said. Number two, the second thing that happens, the second thing that happens uh, uh, when you lead from fear, the second result is this. You lead reactively. Uh-oh. Hmm. You lead reactively. The writer says this. Uh, leading reactively is a sister to leading defensively. <laughs> he says the difference is that reactive leadership is often hasty due to pressure, lacking data, and being unprepared. The result is poor decision. Hmm. I'm going to get your comment in one minute, Marcus. The writer says, the remedy is to slow down just a little. We can't be indecisive in crisis, but sometimes an hour or two makes all the difference between a poor, average, or good decision. Oh, my God. Leading reactively. Marcus says, we now reach more since the COVID virus. We were reaching pre-COVID uh, this was made possible because we went into a faith-forward offensive approach. That's good. And, 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 and that's because you all had a plan in place. That's because you all had a plan in place. I was trying to catch my breath. You all have a, had a plan in place. A lot of churches were reacting instead of already being in motion. Right. And when you are reactionary, you often make mistakes when you're reactionary. Right. I like what the writer says. He says uh, when you are hasty due to pressure, lacking data or being unprepared. Most churches were unprepared when this thing hit. Myself and Brother Walter uh, talked about this the other day. Most churches were not prepared. They had no clue what to do. No clue what to do. Right. And sometimes it, we cannot be so reactionary because then what ends up happening is you start throwing good money after bad. Uh, you start throwing good. Now you're wasting resources. It's, 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 it's like if you have a, a, a it's like if all of a sudden a, 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 a pipe burst. Right. So a pipe burst. We got this pipe in our studio. So a pipe burst. Right. So if a pipe burst. And you go, oh, my God, I got to get the pipe fixed. Yes, you got to get the pipe fixed. But you also want to know what caused it to burst in the first place. Just getting it fixed, that, that fixes the immediate problem. 
but you need to know what caused it to happen in the first place. I can't get no help. Okay, all right. Let, let's go to the next thing, next thing about leading in fear. The third thing about, well, the result of leading in fear is you start leading thoughtlessly. Uh-oh. You start leading thoughtlessly. The writer says, you can see the connectedness in all three results of leading from fear. When insecurity gets added to the mix, reactive and defensive culminates in leading thoughtlessly. Here's what I meant by that, the writer says. You absorb so many voices, and that combined with the pressure from the need to move quickly is a recipe for mistakes. Oh, God. For example, this might cause you to choose a course of action because the big church down the street did it, rather than also doing the hard work of thinking your own thoughts in the matter. The more you gain wise counsel and also think through the problem by yourself, the better and more confident leader you become. The writer says, we don't know the timeline for this difficult teasing of panic, fear, and worry, but the church is always at its best under pressure when we focus on others. That requires faith and fortitude. So let's jump to it, you all. Leading from faith is activated by this. So let's go. Leading, leading from faith. Y'all ready? Here we go. So the first thing, the first, the first thing says, the first one says, the first one says, where'd it go? Where'd it go? It just disappeared. Okay. Leading from faith, recalibrating your thinking. That's the first thing you got to do. Recalibrate your thinking. So leading from faith. Come on now. Leading from faith. Recalibrate your thinking. That's the first one. So, so it's so funny that, that this is a thing, right? Because y'all, y'all see I got my shirt on tonight. Y'all see I got my shirt on. Y'all can't see it. Let me stand up for a hot minute. Y'all see I got my shirt on. Reset. Retool. Relaunch. Come on now. You can get you one. Uh, <laughs> recalibrate your thinking. Recalibrate your thinking. The writer says this. I will admit being worn down from all the negative news. He says, my perspective from the beginning has been that this is very serious, but we'll all get through it and be stronger for it. But candidly, the 24-7 bombardment of doom and gloom started to wear me down. The writer says, the fears are real, but I needed to recalibrate my thinking by focusing on the facts, and it helped me immensely. Fact number one, the writer says, God is still in control. He says, when we think things are falling apart, God's plan is actually falling together. (laughs) My God. Remedy. He says, leading from faith and some positive truth to the gloom and focus to discover what you can do. Because some people, come on now, feed your fears, and some people feed your faith. Get around people who feed your faith. This is why I always say check your circle. Come on now. I've been saying this for years. Check your circle. Check the people that you hang with. Are you always around doom and gloom people, or are you around people who can actually push you to another level? Check your circle. Some people feed your fears, and some people feed your faith. Get around people who feed your faith. I don't want to be around some faithless people always telling me we're never going to make it. What was that? That was on, from Gulliver's... Gulliver's, uh, Gulliver's uh, Gulliver's Travels. We're not going to make it. <laughs> Always that one dude. We're never going to make it. I don't want to be around those kind of people. The writer says we must remember some families are heartbroken because of their losses and it's tragic and they need leading from faith. So we must all focus on the hope for the future. Faith is looking ahead, not constantly looking behind. Faith is also not constantly looking at current. 
Huh? Faith is not looking at the storm that's got the boat tossing. Faith is looking at the destination. I wish I had some help. See, faith, faith doesn't have me looking at the boat going to and for. Faith says, God said, watch this. Faith will tell me, Jesus said, let us go to the other side. What's up, Patricia Butts? Patricia says, and that doesn't mean just listen to your friends. Learn to discern. Mm. Come on now. And that works both ways. Because even if you think your click is the good click, <laughs> even if you think your click is the good click, a click in itself is still a problem. Huh? Come on now. But again, that doesn't mean just listen to your friends. I like that. But here's the deal about, about, about leading from faith. When Jesus tells them, let us get, when he told them to get in the boat, let us go to the other side. Jesus said, we're going to the other side. Now, my faith, if my faith is in him and he said, let us go to the other side. If we get in the boat, Y'all know the story. Then the the story says then a storm came up only where they were. Come on now. Only where they were. But Jesus was sleeping in the bottom of the boat. Because Jesus already knew. He had said what he said. Look, God has spoken. Let the church say amen. He has said what he said. And they was going to make their way to the other side. But see, when you start focusing on the storm, instead of what Jesus said, then you're leading in fear. That's why they hollered out, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Because they, they forgot that he said, let us go to the other side. The boat wasn't going to sink with Jesus on it. I wish I had some help. I can't get no help. It wasn't going to sink with Jesus on it. So if he was asleep, <laughs> should have been like Mary at the, uh, 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 Mary at the dinner. Should have laid, got up underneath Jesus. If he sleep, look, look, move over, Jesus. <laughs> Give me some cover. <laughs> Is there any extra pillows? If he sleep, I'm gonna sleep. Why not? If he said, let us go to the other side. <laughs> okay, all right. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Tonight we're talking about we're talking about five ways to activate your faith over fear. The second way to activate your faith over fear. Uh oh, y'all ready? Eliminate the non-essentials and focus on the good news of the gospel. Let me say that again. Eliminate the non-essentials and focus on the good news of the gospel. These numbers are tripping me out because they go from 12 to 18 to 23, all that good stuff. The writer says this, good news counters bad news. Mm. The gospel is the best news we can ever have. It doesn't solve the immediate issue. That's true. But it reminds us of what is truly important and ultimately what our focus should be on. The writer goes on to say this. He says, do all that you can to help resolve the situation, but never lose sight of the big picture. The gospel is central to how we think and live. And Jesus never panicked, even in his most difficult hour. Let go of the non-essentials for a season in order to do your best for leading from faith and hope right now. Non-essentials. Woo! My, 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 my. What did we learn in the midst of this pandemic when we were doing our church services? We learned that a lot of our church services had a whole lot of fluff, (laughs) had a whole lot of stuff 
that we did not require. What did we learn during these church services virtually? We, some of us learned that church don't take two and a half hours. Some of us learned that church don't take two and a half hours. What we learned is we can do everything that we were doing in 90 minutes. Everything. Sing, pray, praise, preach, and go home. And pray again. 90 minutes. In 90 minutes. What was we doing for two hours and a half? (laughs) Is that what we were doing? But we were in service, though. But you, here she comes, y'all. Here she comes. Socializing. We were socializing. Yes. We were hanging out. So of course, like you know, we we have scaled ours back. You know, now now we're back to saying like you know, hey, to our visitors and everything. Even though me but, and you still don't get out here to two o'clock, but go ahead. Yeah, but <laughs> now that's you. Um, but now, like you know, it was the whole greeting of visitors. Well, at and some then, point that's gonna come back, and, and but then, I don't think that takes that long and, if we and do it then right. Getting everybody to simmer down. Or after the greeting. Right after the greeting. Okay. Like you know, it's like it's like you being at school and, and giving and giving every um, member a fist bump or a mm-hmm. special handshake. Yeah. So that's what was going on. And then like I'm gonna put twenty dollars in ties. I need five dollars back. So, like, you know, you, you got to have that conversation. Oh, so you're saying we, there was a whole lot of extra stuff going on. It was on. a whole lot of extra stuff. It, was a, it was a whole lot of, if you don't go sit yourself down. I know, right? Go sit down. I used to say it all the time uh, when, the, when the, um, I think I, did I do it at, uh, did I do it at Kingdom? Yeah, I used to do it at Kingdom when we were going to greet the visitors. And Reverend Ray would go out. And shake hands with people. He would go out to the out of the leave a leader pulpit, and I would still be in that the pulpit. That was the time. That was time they escaped too. And I said, when the pastor get back to the pulpit, everybody ought to be in their seat. That and and then that's when everybody follow along. Right, because they, right because because it's like he back up here. He done went and and then then get fist bumped and did his this thing. He back in the pulpit. How is it that you in the pulpit with us and you still out there shaking hands and running your mouth, having whole meetings? Mm-hmm. Go greet the vis- Go greet the guests. The choir member then got out of got out of the choir stand. You done left the choir stand to yell at her kids to go yell at your and you still yelling or give a five dollars to bring her a honey bun back. Right, because they, the, they go into because they go into the stove. You bring back some cheese fries. So like that was that was what was going on. Chili cheese fries, please. Chili with some extra jalapenos. Unpreparedness. These are facts. This is good. This is good. So again, again, I like that. I like that. Eliminate the non-essentials and focus on the good news of the gospel. So some stuff that we, we recognize that we did not need it. We were just out here doing stuff. We were doing the most. Marcus says, hours is 90 minutes. Come on. That's good. Number three, number three, the third thing, the third thing you can do to activate your faith. Uh-oh. Raise the practice of prayer to one of prominence. Raise the practice of prayer to one of prominence. The writer says this. Prayer may be so obvious that it does need to be on the list. But my observation and experience are under the intense pressure when there is much that must be done now. It is easy to allow prayer to slip into second place. In all crises, including coronavirus, prayer is our greatest tool to shut it down and heal the sick. This is my daily prayer, and I believe that the more who pray this prayer or one like it, the faster this illness will be contained and shut down. The point does not suggest that you are not praying enough, 
but that we can all pray a little more, especially in times of great need. Let me say this, and I have to applaud uh, those people who from uh, who showed up on yesterday at Ebenezer. Our pastor had called for us to be here at 830. I did not make it because uh, I was struggling. Uh, but the, uh, the pastor called for us to be here at 830 uh, for prayer. And normally it's only two or three people that show up. And I think I think he said 15, 14, something like that. Showed up. Or did he say 18? in the building? Yeah. It wasn't a phone call. No, they showed up at at the building. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> you ain't gonna make it. Yeah, Four, fourteen, but fourteen, fourteen or eighteen people actually showed up for prayer at eight thirty. That's amazing. That's good. That's beautiful. It is. It really is. It really is. And those people showed up for prayer. Look at it. So I like what the writer says. It has to be put in. It has to be put back in its place of being first. It's got to be the first thing. Everything ought to come first by prayer. You, you got to go to God first. That, those lines of communication have to constantly be open. There is no time that you can just say, you know, we'll skip prayer today. Right? There's no time you can skip prayer today. Even for us, when we sit down to eat, you know, I don't care if we eat a, a, a $500 meal, Pray for us. Or if we eating a, 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 a $35 meal, we still going to bless the food. We still going to thank God for the food. We don't, we don't skip prayer, right? When I go to bed at night, I don't skip prayer. When I get up in the morning, I still I, – I, I have those few. When I open my eyes in the morning, I, the, before I start looking around the room, before I grab the remote, before I grab the phone, I have a quick conversation with God. Thank you just one more time for letting me open my eyes. Right in my in my in my little moments during the day, I have my conversation. You have to have prayer, and then in your church as a congregation, you have to be a praying church. You have to be. You got to be a church that prays, that's that's willing to 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 have those conversations with God. Because the more you talk to Him, the more watch this. The more you know what He wants, the, the easier it becomes for you. Right. What's the point of having a GPS and never using it? That's going to help somebody. I know where I'm going. What's the point? People ask me all the time, why do you put your GPS on? No mama said it in a minute. You know where you're going. Why do you put your GPS on? You want to get there quicker? I, I look, I want to I make sure where I'm going ain't hindered. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because what I thought was the right way might not be the right way today. Ah, come on now. That, I wish I had some help. See, the reason I turn it on is because I want to make sure that the direction that I'm going is the best direction for me on that day. That's why I turn it on every day. That's why I pray every day. So I know where I'm going. Because it's easy to say, well, I know how to get there. I've been doing this. I've been taking this drive. I've been driving for 25 years. I know where this is. Yes, you do know where it is. But I want to take the best road. I want to take the best possible route. 
if there's a detour, let me know about it ahead of time. If there's, a, if there's an object on the road, let me know about it ahead of time. If there is a pothole ahead, let me know about it ahead of time so I can avoid it. I wish I had some help. Y'all ain't going to get this. Uh, if, if, if there's something on the road, if there is a hazard ahead, I can see. The GPS tells me all of these things. That's why I turn it on all the time. If I'm just going around the corner. <laughs> Because I want to know. GPS will tell you, if you go the way you normally go, right, you're going to add seven minutes to your ride. But if you make this turn and go back the other way, you'll gain that time. You tell me. Come on now. Come on. I wish we would get that but raise the practice of prayer to one of promise. All right, number four, number four. We're moving, we're moving, we're doing good. Number four, uh-oh. Look for ways to serve and help others. Look for ways to serve and help others. The writer says this, fear is always reduced when you help others rather than thinking primarily about yourself. When you get stuck in your own head, your world shrinks and your leadership becomes smaller. It's similar to a person who becomes critically ill. All their effort and energy, rightfully and understandably, moves to getting better. They don't have the ability to do anything other than focus on themselves. When you find ways to invest in and help others, you become a bigger and stronger leader. Your confidence rises, and you become more effective. It may be nothing more complicated than an encouraging word or sincere prayer, but that may be more life-giving than any of your most sophisticated strategies, helping others. Here's the deal. It's easy to say, I don't have time to help somebody else. My situation is this, or my situation is that. But I love the analogy that the writer, the illustration that Dan Ryland uses in this one, when he says that when you're ill, your body You know, it's easy to want to focus on just getting better. I get that. But we still have the ability to be able to help others when we're not in that dire situation. I I remember um, uh, one of our members here at the church, uh, uh, her son had died. He was was ill. He was very ill. And she she was a part of my Thursday Bible study crew. And her son was, 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 was like in the hospital, not doing well at all. And eventually uh, he passed away. And all I can remember is when we were trying to figure out how to, what we were going to say to her, she showed up at Bible study and came in and started encouraging us in the midst of what she was going through. She came into Bible study and started encouraging us. It takes, do you know the level of of strength and faith to be going through something that painful of losing a child, but still have faith enough that you can encourage somebody else, right? Serving somebody else. She was still able to to participate in in Bible study and and give an encouraging word in the process. 
And that thing blessed me. We had another member who was suffering uh, 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 had some major health issues, and she was her daughter brought her to to, to Bible study, and she stood up and, and, and struggled as she did to share her testimony with us, encouraging us. You can't you you, and it amazes me how 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 selfish we can be sometimes. And and you, what, what what do you mean, preacher? Selfish, like. Even when we're not going through, we ain't, got a, we ain't got a kind word to say to some people. Even when we're not going through. But we want somebody to encourage us. We're looking for somebody to help us. But where are we at? That's why a lot of times, you know what, if you, you know, it's like if you see, if you see a person on the street uh, begging for money, uh, would you call that needy? Would I call what needy, Sister Pitt? Tell me out. Would I call what needy? Somebody who, who always wants somebody to encourage them, but they never have any, anything for anybody else. That's what you mean? Help me out. Um, but it's like if you see somebody on the street corner, and, and, and uh, it's not that I had only had two dollars to my name but if i only had a couple of dollars in my pocket you know i actually felt better giving that person a if i only had two dollars left and i gave them a dollar or two in my pocket oh yeah 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 okay i got you uh uh um but if you're able to help them in the midst it's not costing you anything right and watch this it helps you take the focus i like what the writer says you're not stuck in your own head You're not stuck in your own head. You're not missing out on 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 how you could be you could still be helpful to somebody else. Imagine imagine a grocery store. Watch this. Say you own a a a, a small neighborhood grocery store. And your grocery store going out of business. And you're upset because you put your work into this business, you put all you could into it, and it failed, or it's failing, and you got to close. But you still got food on your shelves. There's still meat in your freezer. There's still fruit on your stand. But you got to close your store. Now, you can still help some people. Even though you're in the process of closing, there's still some people who could benefit because now, you, don't, you know what I'm saying? You can still feed some hungry people. My God, I wish somebody would get this. You can still, yes, your store is closing, but, why you're, but, why, but, why, but you still have some stuff that can be useful to somebody else. What you going to do with all them canned goods? What you going to do with all that frozen stuff in your freezers? Yes, your business is going, you're going out of business, but you got, guess what? You can still help somebody. Being willing to serve others is a great way, great way to activate your faith. Last one, y'all. I know we over time. We almost made it. Number five, number five. Y'all ready? Number five says, number five says, trust God with the things you can't control. Woo! My God. Trust God with the things 
you can't control. I'm going to say it again. Trust God with the things you can't control. The writer says this. He says, I've heard it said that there's nothing that we can't actually control. Perhaps that's true. But leadership is influence. And there is much we can influence for good, the writer says. He says, we can change things. That's a significant part of what leaders do. However, there is a point where influence comes to an end and God must take over completely. The writer says, when we reach the end of what we can do, we can either feel helpless or become dependent. Dependence upon God is the better choice. That's, that's when you know you have to learn how to turn things over to God. You have to say, okay, we've went as far as my physical and mental abilities will take me. I've gone as far as my physical and mental know-how will take me. And God, I'm asking you, because I've been talking to you all along, but I'm asking you, come on now, to just let me, uh, to take this thing over. Because I've come to a point where I can no longer do it. That, that I, it's beyond my thought process. It's beyond my physical prowess. It's, it's further along. It's further than I can go. And God, watch this. Like Moses said, if you're not going to go with us, we ain't going. Huh? If you ain't going to go with us, we ain't going. We're not going into battle, God, if you ain't going to lead us. I'm not going to continue to do this if you're not in it. I'm not going to continue to serve someplace, God, and you're not there. I'm not going to continue to go somewhere, God, and you're not there. God, this is your thing. Jesus, take the wheel. Huh? You got to let God handle it. And if we were truthful, if we were honest, a lot of the hell that we find ourselves in is because we didn't talk to God in the first place. We turned the GPS on after we already stuck in traffic. <laughs> I wish I had some help. We waited till we waited till it was stop and go. When if we'd have turned it on from 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 the moment we got in the vehicle, maybe you could have avoided that mess. I don't hear nobody. We want to go to God when it's falling apart. Instead of going to God when we were putting it together. Woo! My God. Huh? We want, we, we want to talk to God when it's falling apart. But maybe if you had talked to God beforehand. I wish I had some help. Maybe if you had talked to God from the beginning, uh, at the foundation, you would have saw some cracks early and repaired them first. Y'all can't get no help. Huh? You want to start a ministry. Did you talk to God? Well, you just saw them do one down the street. Let's start a food pantry. You're surrounded by six. <laughs> Let's start a community choir. They got is one right up the street. Go join that one. Ask them, can you be a part? I don't hear nobody. Talk to God first. Then you won't be wasting resources throwing good money after bad. I wish I, y'all could get Ain't nobody going to help me. This is good, man. This was good. This was good. He says, when we reach the end of what we can do, we can either feel helpless or become dependent. And dependence on God is the best 
choice. Woo! That's good. That's good. That's good. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this evening. God, we thank you for tonight. God, we thank you uh, for this opportunity that we have to reach your people. God, we pray right now, God, that someone may be listening somewhere, God, who does not know you in the part of their sin, God, but they may hear something tonight and may have them run to a church asking someone, what must I do to be saved? God, we just thank you for this platform. God, we thank you for every listener, for every viewer, God, no matter where they are in this world, wherever they're listening from, God, we're asking that you would bless their households right now 100-fold, God. Bless them right now. God, bless them, bless their families, their jobs, God, their vehicles, their houses, God. Everything that they touch, let it be a blessing. God, even for those who do not know you, we're asking for a cover or to cover them as well. God, even for those that are committing crimes on our street corners right now, God, we ask that you would cover them right now, God, but also, God, remove the cover from their eyes, God. Let them see you in somebody that they may meet, God. Even a drug dealer who's about to sell drugs right now, God, let the hand, the next hand that they decide to put a drug into, God, let them be the hand of somebody, God, that might know you, God. Let them bump into the right person on today, God that might change their life forever. God, we pray for every church opening your name, God. We pray for every broadcast right now, God, that preaches your word, even on tonight, God. Lord God, for every preacher, for every prophet, for every apostle, for every disciple, wherever they are, God, we, 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 we pray a hedge of protection around them now, God, and we bless their ministries in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so we got to go. Because I'm hungry. I didn't bless my food. Let me bless it now. Amen. So, <laughs> but we got to go, y'all. It's been a great show. I thank y'all so much. We will be back on what? Friday? Yeah, we'll be back on Friday. Dr. Thomas is on hiatus. Uh, she, she's on hiatus right now, but she'll be back. I'll take a little break. Uh, but she will be back, be back, be back. Uh, but in the meantime, look, y'all stay blessed. Maybe we'll do a show. No, I ain't going to do no show Thursday. I just said I might do a show Thursday. Maybe you never know. Depends on how I feel. Uh, my producer's like, you ain't talk to me. Uh, you down? Okay. We'll figure something out. Maybe we do it. That's, but I don't want to do no early show. I don't want to do no late show either. Never mind. But anyway, uh, we'll see y'all on Friday. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all pray for me because I go back to school tomorrow with the children. Did I tell y'all about that? No, no, I'll tell y'all about that on Friday. But we'll talk uh, on Friday. Y'all stay blessed. And look, if you got to drive, y'all know the routine through this special, mm-hmm, special city we call Chi-Town. Do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O. With your hands lifted up, say, say.